Hello, welcome to the Honest War Game. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to the Age of Sigmar Stat Center on this very balmy Monday morning here in the UK. Hello, everyone. I hope you are all well. Uh, thanks for being here uh, on this lo lovely, lovely day. Not loads of stats to go on today uh, or talk about, but I've got some things to talk about. Uh, Owen, not here today, obviously uh, did such an incredible job over the weekend helping us out with all of the stats. So, uh, well, with all of the coverage, so big shout out to him. Uh, lovely of all of you to tune in. Thanks very much. Uh, first time I've spoken properly today. <laughs> uh, and thanks, uh, of course, to everyone on our Patreon, everyone who listens to the podcast, and of course, of course, uh, everyone who watches back on YouTube, all you thugs. Nourishock Dubs, War Machine, thanks for resubscribing. MJ Pixis, nearly got your birthday on the go. Looking forward to that. Um, boom, boom, boom. Morning, everyone. I hope you're all well. Uh, obviously, we're coming to the end of the Age of Sigmar stat center for all of Age of Sigmar 2.0, which is very exciting. New edition announced. Date for new edition on the way. What will the stat shakeup mean to the community? Very excited to look at that in the future. Uh, we've got loads of plans uh, to make sure that we've got everything we need in place to make sure we can still bring you the hot gossip in the future. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just the colours. I, I feel really pretty confident today. Uh, morning, all. Uh, hey, Tarquinex. Hope you're well. Uh, freaks indeed. Crazy horse. Shit. What does that say? Thanks for donating sixteen pounds ninety nine to the show. Uh, I imagine that's all sixty nine p. Thanks. That's really appreciated. I imagine that's all going to getting Darren. <laughs> here at the weekend uh thanks everyone for sending us love about co uh, coverage at the weekend it's much appreciated i'll talk about it more tonight on the honest wargamer show loads and loads of stuff at 7 p.m to talk about with nathan dan and james the new stormcast eternal stuff looks pretty crazy that's really fun we're going to talk about monsters reaction stuff so that's all later tonight so uh very looking for looking forward to that loads coverage was great this weekend thanks crazy horse uh hey colonel cabbage great work this weekend um, uh, we'll be excited to see who has the best uh... <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> hey really appreciated uh, all of you uh, for being here yes Dave Fraser maybe AOS 3 will be the data age we're not sure but let me tell you let me tell you about some stuff that's been going on around the world uh, hey Darker Design thanks for subscribing uh, big love to you uh, over this weekend this weekend there was an event over in Omaha Nebraska Omaha Nebraska uh, on the 5th and 6th of June, and it's its 10th birthday for this event. Uh, so this is the Buggy a GT Year 10, which is crazy uh, that they've been having it for 10 years, um, and that's great. Now, unfortunately, it was all hosted on BCP, and then a load of these lists weren't submitted. So I'm, uh, I tried to get some earlier today, but I wasn't able to do so. Uh, so I don't have the list to talk about. Um, uh, hey, Kelbar, I'll, I'll kind of answer that question in a moment if that, if that helps. But Probably I'm going to um, try and keep the show for the stat center stuff and then I'll talk about TSN stuff and other and other things later tonight on uh, on the 7 p.m. show. Loads of things to discuss. So I'll just try and like bring you the actual stat, well, the, the stats and event coverage stuff now and then uh, we'll do like big long chats later on. Just try and keep it, you know, keep it professional. Uh, hey, Pete Pratt, thanks for subscribing. Um, um, but my biggest takeaway was how incredible people are at Kelbar. Every event I ever work, all I ever think is how great people are. We threw Colonel Cabbage under the bus to try and do some uh, uh, questions and interviews. Amazing human being. Um, uh, right, so what we learned from the Bug Eater GT is that Bill Swiden, I hope I'm saying that right, is the only person who went 5-0. I think there were like 34 attendees. So he was one of the only people that went 5-0. 
that was with his carriage and overlords and barracks different don't know the lists because again they were weren't uploaded uh, on the site so weren't i wasn't able to know what the lists were uh runner-up was dalton kale here with his zinch which was 4-1 i mean if i was a guessing man if i was a guessing man there's an ironclad there's uh thanks to lenny winks for resubscribing for 25 months thanks lenny um I would say that probably there's going to be the old warp lightning vortex in a bottle. I imagine a cheeky ironclad, a couple of aether chemists, but obviously I don't know. Zinch could have been Zinch Archeon, could have been Change Host, but we know both of those two armies have been doing very, very well for this whole year. And then in third place, Joseph Cryer, our man Joe, uh, the international knee stabber himself. Uh, he went 4-1 with his Lumineth Realm Lords. Now I know for a fact that that was Helon Nation Lumineth Realm Lords, and I think he took Severith or at least he took one of the Wind Spirits. Uh, so I might try and have Joe on the show later in the week to see if he wants to talk to me about not only his list, but also generally how he feels about Lumineth Realm Lords at the minute, especially since the update. So that'll be really fun. Um, uh, and then finally, uh, well, not finally, but but uh, I was going to talk about some of the stuff that we saw over the weekend from the Super Series and uh, talk about some of the lists that we saw play. Specifically, I was going to talk about um, uh, the the list that, that kind of did well and didn't do well. Uh, the Hollow Heart list uh, was quite fun this weekend, uh, if you guys saw it play. Uh, and that was um, uh, that was this Celestial Hurricane build with the Battle Mage that had two of them in, the Free Guild General, and it had those 60 in three blocks of 20 Free Guild Crossbowmen. That only went 2-1, and there's two units of the Life Takers and the Phoenix Guard, but it was that Soul Screen Bridge. Now that that Hallowheart list, I still think, is a great list to play in most battle plans against most armies. It's a, it's a really, really solid pick. I'm surprised we don't see it in more tournaments, so that was Daniil who brought that this weekend. I think that's something probably we could all talk about uh, more in the future. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, big fan. Big fan of that list uh, that ended up going 2-1 over the course of the TSN uh, weekend. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, if you're listening to the show, the Super Series held two semi-finals for the Super Series. Uh, and uh, we had uh, we had both the Bad Moon Loons and the Dragon Slayers go through to the final that will be this Saturday. So that's an ongoing event that's occurred. Uh, the Bad Moon Loons did a great job beating the Bruces on Saturday, and the Dragon Slayers had a great uh, a great great time uh, playing against the Geo. Both both teams, uh, well, all four teams had a great weekend, um, but it, like they really picked it, and it's going to be a hot final this Saturday. So I'm very much looking forward to that. So I just thought I'd talk about some of the lists that did well. Again, uh, the Futhwan list ran by Tom Gilboy by those Ishling Guard. We saw them play a couple uh, a couple of the events, and those Ishling Guard, especially the, with the Leviathan, I think one of the things that's been we're going to talk about a lot with Age of Sigmar Three, we'll talk about monsters. Obviously, one of the key, like those hero monsters are going to be pretty key, but I'm going to say Leviathan is going to be huge in the next edition of Age of Sigmar. Bubble wide plus one save, great in combat tanky can't see why you wouldn't see some levidons more on the tabletop at the moment um uh, it's the yeah bad moon loons uh versus the dragon slayers this saturday uh if you guys want to tune in for it the band show will be tonight at 6 p.m 6 p.m will be the band show uh uh really really had me uh itching to play. oh i'm glad you guys enjoyed it the hollow heart list tarquin x was amazing yes really good but also shout out to the Ishling guard the Eastling Guard list, um, still something to talk about. Unrendable saves. Unrendable saves. Uh, Scott B, I've been shouting turtle stonks for so long that it eventually came true. Scott B, you've got it. 
Uh, if I would, if I wanted to pick something up for iOS three right now, probably a Leviathan be really high up on my list of things. Played really well at the weekend. That big aura for plus one save. Um, uh, with the overabundance of mortal wounds now in the game, is the save stat really relevant to this crazy horse? Only yes, because like I don't think you're paying loads for it. That's what I'm gonna try and get at. The Ishling Guard are cheap-ish, really, for what they do. They're pretty good in a fight, and I guess they're kind of the, they're the opposite question of the DPS check. Uh, they're well, they're I guess they're the mortal wound check. There's a lot of mortal wounds, I agree, but they're not like coming from all the places like for example zinch outside of like kind of their hero phase a lot of the mortal wounds you lot of the damage you really see come from flamers they've only got render one if you end up with it like an unrendable save you're in a pretty nice spot i'm gonna say uh we've seen gargants play a lot not sure why but um but shout out to andy doing really well over the weekend they uh they they you know they can't really like do those mortal wounds so they get beat up quite a bit ko don't tend to do loads of mortal wounds uh, outside of obviously being able to drop the Bellwind, uh, not the Bellwind, the uh, the Warp Lantern Vortex. Uh, so some of those armies that do quite well don't tend to do a lot more wounds. Obviously Illumineth, uh, bang it up. Hey Bobbin, what's going on? Thanks for hanging out. Uh, for me it's picking up the second Leviathan and of course our Lord and Saviour Crab. Or Hell Crab. The Crab symbol. This is how I do the Crab. Crab. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, this food on list, but specifically the Eastling Guard and Alapexes. I just want to say right now, Alapex stonks through the roof. The more I see Alapexes play, the more I think everyone should just be picking up Alapexes. I just think that they're really good. They're fast. They've got a shooting attack. They've got eight in melee. If they don't go up in the next edition, like if they don't go up points-wise, I would I would jump on the Alapex train ASAP if I were you guys. That's what I would talk about. Um, so that was kind of the Bad Moon Loons versus the Bruces. There was a lots, lots to talk about. Those Draco tail lists for Seraphon, uh, doing a lot of summoning, doing really well. Um, and then uh, the Dragon Slayers lists. Uh, I think it's uh, really worth talking about that Petrifex list that went three and zero from Andy. That's kind of one of the things to talk about. Obviously, it's a different format. Uh, while while the Dragon Slayers won, it's some of the lists that really helped carry him through. And Andy play, uh, played a blinder over the course of the weekend. And that was uh, the two lots of forty Mortec, two lots of ten Mortec, two Gothazar Harvesters, the Mortec Shield Corp. So it brought it kind of down a little bit. Uh, which allows you to do re-roll saves, um, uh, re-roll saves from like the Hecatos on the block of forty for free once per turn, uh, and then the Leech Cavalos on the Bone Shaper. So super cheap on heroes, and then just really aggressive, really aggressive into those uh, almost indestructible Mortec blocks. We see them. We saw one block of forty Mortec in Petrifex survive most of a corn army. It just hit it and did nothing. It did nothing. Similarly, we saw it play. We saw it play into gargants, and we saw forty just take out a mega gargant and a man crusher without really being hurt. Hurt, so it was a gatebreaker, and then another forty take out a gatebreaker. So an incredibly good army, saving so returning so many of those models with that Gothazar harvester, which is also a monster. Um, so that's going to like have more stonks in the future, especially shout. I think that's really interesting that monstrous reaction using him, and I think also. We talked about Petrifex so much before it got its plus one save taken away, turned into reroll one saves, so that sub-allegiance for OCR Bone Reapers. But now we're seeing it again, more and more, specifically because of that plus one to hit aura bubble, and also because it, the ability to add plus one rend. So you're talking about being able to give a unit 
plus one to hit in an aura, plus one attack from the Leech Kavalos, and also plus one rend in a unit of 40 that's already got two attacks each. So you're taking them up to three attacks, hit per one, hitting on twos, uh, wound on threes, rend two, doing damage once. Crazy. Amazing numbers. Um, I don't think that one will stop them from... Uh, wait. What's the OBR band? Harvesters or a Leech Kavalos? Uh, maybe Leech Kavalos, if you want to take it down. I think that that's an interesting one. Petrifix is always good to the shelf loathing. Psychologic people dropped it because it felt nerfed, but it was still tough and damaging. I think that's kind of the point. I think maybe, really, the OCRs are already damagey enough. Uh, sorry, they're already survivable enough. Four up rerollable saves. And then if you stick that Gothazar Harvester behind them, then you can heal through. So I think something to talk about from the weekend is that you OCR fans can just paint up more Mortec boys and you guys can just go have loads of fun being this immovable wall of death, which I think is uh, very cool. I think it's very cool. And like, and it also doesn't kind of like throw into the Harvester, uh, not the Harvester, the uh, the Crawler, so the, the, the Catapult for OCR Bone Reapers. We haven't seen that enough. Uh, we see that all the time, sorry. We see that all the time. This didn't have that. This just kind of walked into the midboard and asked, can you beat me? And the answer was no three times. So great play. Uh, great play by uh, Andy. Um, now, the host Arcanum list that Luke ran at the weekend, uh, we've seen this play time and time again. Uh, so not really tons to talk about there. Chaos Sorcerer Lord Archeon. Um, that went 3-0 and again at the weekend. Uh, but you would expect it to. I kind of expected it to anyway. It's pretty good. But shout out to Mike with his Knights of the Empty Throne list. And also, kind of something just to quickly take away from the weekend. Uh, the Varangard, obviously great. Uh, Playtouch Warband, obviously great. But wow, did those 10 Chaos Chosen, who were incredibly expensive, way overcosted at 280 points, do incredible damage. Uh, well, no, they didn't at the weekend, but Mike's dice were terrible. But they could be really cool. We saw them do 12 wounds to a 3-up re-rolling save Archeon in one activation. One activation, 10 models, 12 wounds to Archeon. And that's incredible because he's got three up rerollable saves, minus one to hit, and he also has got four up ward against mortal wounds, and you reroll sixes. Thanks, Sumpworks, for resubscribing. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Luke told me the Archeon list was bad a while ago. I have the screenshot. It's definitely not bad uh, because it's ripped up TTS and it's also ripped up pretty much everything else. So it's a, it's a solid list that does incredible work, ultimately. Um, the host Arcanum list, but uh, I just you know I think it's really impressive the Knights of the Empty Throne list. I think it's cool. Um, uh, thanks to Team and Cash uh, for the support and love in the chat. That's really good. So yeah, for me, uh, those are some of the takeaways of the weekend. Lastly, though, uh, we have to talk about Ad's list from the Despoilers. So again, that's that triple Demon Prince list, Bellacore. Two units of 20 Chaos Marauders, three Varangard, nine Untamed Beasts, and the Chaos War Shrine, and the Blood Secretor as an ally. They've all got the Mark of Corn. Amazing work done over the weekend. Lists you never see played. You never see Triple Demon Prince. Uh, you never see Bellacore. Like, it's just not something that's really seen. Did quite well over the weekend. I don't necessarily think if you put it, like, I think if you if you paired it into stuff like Seraphon, it just probably falls apart, in my opinion. Um, but was just super cool to see on the tabletop. Running all three round, like a little Smash Bro unit with the Always Strikes first, I think it's really good. Pretty much what I used to do with some, uh, I'm going to get Chaos Dwarfy now, so get ready for you all. But my Bull Centaur Torrux, which are like the heroes, 
uh, obviously I would use the I would ally in a Beast of Chaos character uh, to uh, the Shaman to be able to cast Wildfire Taurus, make everything strike last, make those three hit in first. So I had a few more steps than the Demon Princes to do, but being able to make it so that they all smashed in at the same time was was pretty effective for me. Um, but yeah, the slaves, the Demon Princes, solid, really, really fun, uh, really fun to see them play over the weekend. So that's the weekend. Uh, more probably to talk about later, uh, but I just feel a bit awkward talking about my own event. So on the stat show, let's just kind of move on. But it was a great weekend, uh, and of course, Bad Moon Loons, Dragon Slayers into the into this Saturday with the band show at 6 p.m. tonight. So tune in for that. Um, that's going to be really fun. Now, talking about upcoming events, obviously, I've talked about the final for the Super Series this Saturday. I hope I see you all there. That'll be really fun. Uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a really fun day. Darren, Owen, Jackson, both coming back for the commentary, so they're going to be here. The whole Table Boss crew. It's going to be really good. Um, uh, and then. This weekend, big weekend in Australia and New Zealand. You have the Sydney Slaughter, Padstow and New South Wales in Australia. Uh, sorry, Sydney Slaughter in Padstow, New South Wales, Australia. Chris and James from the Mortally Wound podcast. They've got 70 players playing. It's a two-day event, five rounds. So we'll be able to talk about that next Monday, which is really exciting. Over in Bendigo, they've got 60 players playing at Rural Rampage in Victoria, Australia. They've got 60 players. It's a two-day event. They've got five rounds. Uh, playing there as well. Uh, there's also the ACO, uh, the Atlantic City Open with an Age Sigmar event, uh, obviously in Atlanta, um, Atlantic City, sorry, um, this uh, this Saturday as well. Uh, I've got some of my, my friends, Joe and uh, Jacob from the Rage Sigmar are going. I'm not sure if Crazy Horse in the chat is going, but that's this weekend as well. So another big Age of Sigmar event. So we've got three Age of Sigmar events we could talk about next Monday. Uh, there weren't any more really this weekend. Um, I'm uh, pretty sure Rural Rampage is cancelled, Chris CB says, to, due to lockdowns. Okay, well, that's we. I haven't heard that yet, so if I find out. Um, but yes, you guys have got uh, a bit of an outbreak of the Rona over there, so uh, hopefully it goes ahead. Well, hopefully it goes ahead if it's safe to do so, but if it doesn't, that's a bit of a shame. Um, and then uh, over in New Zealand, um, at the hut, uh, you have Age of Sigma at Nikon. as uh, Aiden Nicole, um, lovely fella. He's got a he's toing with twenty four players. It's a two day event with five games, and again, uh, lovely seeing what happens in that New Zealand meta. They've got so much, they've got so many powerhouse kind of armies uh, playing. So it's going to be really fun to see that. Yeah, the hut. That's what it says on my show notes. The hut, and that's it. That's it. That's that's it. There isn't there aren't many events at the minute, and then obviously with a new addition in the way. Thanks, Ziggy, for resubscribing. Twelve months, baby. Happy birthday. Uh, can't believe it's been that long. Thanks for the streams, mate. Thanks for being you, mate. That's what I'm going to say. Um, did you talk about the bug, bug eaters? I did talk about the bug eaters already, but I wasn't able to get the lists. So I was, didn't go and do a deep dive. Uh, and there's also one day in Japan next weekend as well. Yes, uh, Iron Gusman, please get us the details if you can. That would be really cool. If you do have events anywhere, we would love us to get me or Owen the details. Uh, just DM us on Twitter or anything. Just get to us, tweet us, and we'll like go and uh, investigate that. Otherwise, we, there's not tons to talk about. Just like today, run out of steam. Got nothing else left in the tank. So uh, if anyone's got any questions, feel free. Otherwise, I'm going to call it an early show because we've got the 6 p.m. band show tonight um, over on the T-Sports Network. And of course, we've got the, um, uh, the Monday show tonight with Nathan. James, Dan, will we be talking about Age of Sigmar 3 or will we hear about Nathan's tournament coverage? Again, 
for the eighth time. I'm not sure. Um, I think one of the exciting things for everyone, of course, is for the Rona to kind of go away. And when it does go away, we're all going to be able to hang out a little bit more and do more things. Uh, and there'll be more events. So that's good. Um, uh, the topic tonight, we're going to be talking, we're just going to be talking about the news, basically. Monstrous reaction stuff, how people feel about that. We've seen some new Stormcast previews. We might see some new rules posted today. So we're pretty much going to be discussing that. Maybe maybe the weekend and maybe our kind of feelings and takes about this Saturday as well. There's lots to kind of break down. So I'm looking forward to it. But the gang is back. Um, uh, the question probably for tonight, but when should events take over to AOS 3? Dreadwoods, I think as soon as possible. Uh, would be my suggestion. I don't see why it they wouldn't. I don't think the list writing is overly affected by the changes. I think the rules don't really... I mean, it will change the meta, but you'll be able to still write your army list pretty much the same as you wrote them before. So you'll be fine. Um, so I would just change them over as soon as possible, which is what I'll be doing my events here as well. Um, uh, no hot tips on when the Thousand Suns Codex will drop. Um, when will I know where what is in a general battalion, Tristan. Maybe today? I don't know, buddy. I don't know. Can you talk about AOS 3 will impact First Ages? Dave Fraser. First Ages don't care how it will impact them because they're stuck in the Age of Sigmar First Age and they'll never leave. Um, afternoon, big shout out to the crew for the Super Series. Thanks, Wargaming Dad. Rob, have you any thoughts about Gargants going to the new edition? I still think they suck. Like, like I don't think they're... I don't think I don't think they're as bad as I initially... Like, I feel like uh, I had a bit of an emotional response to everyone trying to justify them. At, like, And so maybe I swung a little bit further the other way. But I honestly don't see... I don't see the play with them. Like, and I also don't see the, the play being very fun. I think Andy... Andy so far has played the best I've seen them played. Uh, Andy Burgess from the Legio. I've seen them played really well. And I think he's worked really hard to play them. But I think that they just come up against problems that they just can't answer. And they just get smashed. Like... And even, like, none of the new changes really, like, like plus one save and plus one to wound. That'll be massive for that one turn. it definitely take the artifact maybe where you can re-roll saves, I guess. That's huge. But if the points also go up on the Mega Gargants, even worse position. I just, I just, I just don't rate them at all. Um, and I, uh, and I, and every problem unit that they run into, they just struggle with. Like, the only, the only thing I would have liked to have seen them play into the host Arcanum list, because you can't put them in the sword. So then Archeon, I'm like, oh, and I was talking to Dave and Andy, actually, and we were saying uh, for the Geo, and we were like, you know, maybe I'd at least fancy the matchup to see how it plays. But Luke's a smart enough player that he probably just doesn't put them there, and he just sends Archeon off to go kill the Man Crushers and kill something else. Then Dave's really left with just two scoring units. The thing is, you're just always on an objective. You don't have enough stuff to go anywhere. I could talk about it all day, so that's where I'm at. Um, uh, another hot take. Gargants are. Um, I don't think Gargants are for a lazy play. Uh, are for. I think they're just for. They're for a chill out day. Like that. They're perfect for like chill out day. Although I. I agree with Vince's statement that he made. Like that. They. They. They play like exactly opposite to how you would expect them to play. They just stand on an objective and guard it. Um, like a dragon or something. You know, like this is my gold. Whereas you expect them to go smash. Um, they kind of smash. Um, they're not bad, they just don't play it right, says Dave Frazier. That would be probably my biggest takeaway, is they just stand, and it feels like... But then I could never play Andy... Uh, not Andy's... Um, no, yeah, Andy Hughes' list from the weekend, similar to how he played the Fire Slayers, similar to how he played the... Um, 
the the Mortec guard, all of the Mortec. I can't play that style of play. So obviously, as a commentator, you guys are listening to someone who who just really doesn't like take truck with stuff that doesn't really play his way. Andy seemed to have really great fun at the weekend. This is Andy Burgess with his uh, guards, as did Matt Grace, who played at the weekend as well. And Matt played some stellar games. He had some like real opportunities to play. Um, but like, I think if they hit into top armies, they generally fall apart. That's where I'm at. Um, are they not another gatekeeper list if you don't have the damage output, you don't win the tourney, like a worse KO? No, because you can do other stuff. You can just block them up. That also works as much as anything. Um, and also, like, if you lose, because normally they're three megas and a, and a mini unit, right? Although, to be fair to Matt Grace, he's playing them differently, which I think gave him some more options, uh, ultimately. But if you kill the megas, uh, no, sorry, if you kill the man crushers, then you've just got three scoring units. So you don't have to kill all of the mega gargants. You sometimes just have to kill two, and then you've just got more objectives than them. And the other one can't go anywhere to clear off the objectives. Am I making sense? If you take Archeon as the example, Archeon goes, bullies an objective, and then he just leaves some, like, he just poops out some blue horrors behind him, runs onto another objective, and then takes that, and then poops out some blue horrors, whereas the Gargants maybe take an objective, and then they have to stand there, because they've got nothing to poop out. So if they had, like, a little Johan they could stick out or something, that would work for them. Um, uh, okay, uh, it, uh, list review is going on now for Sydney Slaughter. Nice, Tarquin X. Um, they're Roy Nelson. Uh, Okay, well, that's it. Unless anyone's got any questions, I'm going to talk about the Stormcast stuff later tonight on the on this war game with, with Nathan and everyone. So that'll be 7 p.m. Uh, and that's it for today. I'm um, sorry there haven't been loads of events and therefore not loads of stats. But next Saturday, next Monday, there'll be three events at least worth of data. Uh, maybe maybe four. So we'll be talking about that. Um. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in today. Uh, it's been lovely. I know it's a short one. Uh, but two more shows today. Um, uh, please do talk about it. That'll be good. Uh, there'll be two more shows today. 6 p.m. for the band phase for the T-Sports Network. 7 p.m. for me, Nathan, Dan, and James. Just talking Age of Sigma, talking all the new stuff. It's going to be really ex- re- I'm looking forward to that show a lot tonight. Last week was super fun. Uh, you guys are great. Uh, I'll see you all later. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for